You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum for today's college football kickoff show. As we always do, we break down an NFL draft prospect, and then we also discuss some of the key games coming up that you should pay attention to. Today, we're going to be talking about Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave, who has been very consistent throughout his career, highly productive, uh, has seemingly been there for a very, very long time, decides to come back despite being able to declare last year. But the six foot one, 188 pound receiver, still very, very productive, a key part in this offense. Some consider Garrett Wilson, his teammate, to be a higher graded receiver, but still nonetheless, a talented player that's probably gonna get drafted somewhere in the later half of the first round for a team that's looking for uh, possibly a slot receiver, a, a more slender uh, type of receiver. Yeah, I think a lot of Olave's draft stock will come down to the combine and really how big he shows up as and how well he runs. But you know, we'll get to the the athletic measurable bits in a in a minute. Just you know, a little bit of background on him. He was a three star recruit coming into Ohio State. He was not highly regarded. But, you know, former three-star athlete, or sorry, former three-sport athlete, uh, in addition to football back in high school, he ran track and also played basketball. And I think those things kind of show up in his, in his tape and in his game. He is a really, really fluid player, and he's probably the best route runner in this draft class. And he might be the best route runner in the country right now. Yeah, he uses a bunch of different releases. He can you know, very hit, vary those releases from either just launching off the ball, rolling off, uh, using a quick stutter step, basically whatever he has to do to screw up a defensive backs, uh, rhythm and disguise what kind of route he's going to run. And then he does a great job of varying his tempo throughout the route, uh, speeding up, slowing down, drawing defenders in, forcing them to turn their hips. He does, he has all of those little tricks in his bag. And he's, you know, really sharp, really sharp cuts, really good breaks at at the top of his route. And then you know, just a natural hands catcher does a great job of adjusting the ball, catching the ball away from his frame. So even if a ball isn't perfectly placed, he's got a good shot of catching it. So, you know, all of that. And, you know, he does have, I think, a bit better speed than people kind of expect looking at him because he's got a... 4440 reportedly now that that is from you know uh ohio state workouts so the that number could be uh inflated a little bit but if he can show up at the combine at you know somewhere between 190 and 200 say right around 200 pounds and still run a 4440 yeah that all of a sudden opens up a whole lot for him 
Yeah, and the, the one thing that you hit on that I think is a really good way to describe him is just the the fluidity. You see a guy that's an easy mover. Um, he, he's on the thinner side, so he's not necessarily going to make like a big contested catch and use his body to to post somebody up. But he, you know, he's tall. He's got good length. Um, but that fluidity is what makes him a good route runner, which it makes him good at cutting after the catch. Um, he's somebody who is not necessarily going to be the 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 best athletic profile and build out of the the receiver group. There's other guys, including his teammate Garrett Wilson, who are going to get more attention because of the way that they're built. Um, But regardless, you're going to get a good quality receiver, which is why he is going to be considered in the back half of the first round. The one thing, though, that's a bit of a holdup for me, Chris, I just don't know if, if he really makes sense with the Giants right now because of a lot of the guys that they already currently have, which is a lot of these smaller receivers. And we and we talked a lot last last draft cycle and offseason how they needed to get that big X receiver. They got Kenny Galladay. Um, I'm just not 100% sure if it would make a ton of sense for um, for uh, Olave in this offense. Yeah, what, what I think really comes down to is what style of offense is being played. If you can keep him out of you know, ISO situations where it's just him on a defender and the defender's in a position to be physical, then... You know, I think Olave could play, he could play an X receiver, he could play the flanker, he could play the slot, especially in an offense like, say, Sean McVay's with the Rams. Like, he could do that Cooper Cup role where he's used kind of all over the field, and it's really his route running and the offensive uh, route concept design that's getting him open. But if you're asking him to be like Kenny Galladay and just, maybe the old Plaxico Burris role where it's just him manned up on another, on a defensive back and you can't fit a piece of paper between them and you just throw it up and need your guy to come down with the ball. That's not his game. That's not his game at all. However, you know, I think if he does, if he is able to add a little bit of muscle to his body (coughs) and still maintain it, that nice, easy athleticism, then you could see some teams, maybe the Giants, if they say get a offensive coordinator that isn't Jason Garrett, who maybe uses a bit more of the air raid West Coast kind of hybrid offense that's sweeping the rest of the NFL right now. Maybe you could use Olave across from Kenny Galladay and use him as a flanker. Or maybe move him into, if you want to change things up, use Kadarius Tony or Darius Slayton on the outside in a four-receiver set and have Tony and Olave inside in the slots. Or line up Tony up in the backfield. Like I think there are ways the Giants could use Olave if he is there at a good value for one of their first-round picks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and certainly Olave uh, definitely going to be a highly sought after guy. This year's receiver class is not as as deep as the past two were. Um, so the likelihood that you see receivers come off the board more in the 20s and early in the second round is probably going to happen more than what we've seen in the past few drafts where there's been guys that have been good enough to be selected around the 10 spot or the 15 spot and uh, enough players that are going to go through the entire of the first round. But this is not that type of a class. It's it's a very, very interesting group. And we'll probably take some time to look at some more of these receivers with uh, with some receiver concerns for this Giants roster. Chris, let's take a look at some of these games that we have this weekend. The uh, the three big ones, we got Michigan State, Ohio State, uh, 12 p.m., on ABC, we've got Alabama, Arkansas, three thirty p.m. on CBS, and then Oregon, Utah, seven thirty on ABC. The the big one for the other two games are okay. Uh, you know, you get Utah, which is a, a, a mid tier Pac twelve team. Do they scare Oregon, or does Oregon stay on you know on on um, you know unimpacted by the the remainder of their schedule? Arkansas is not going to do anything against Alabama if we're just being <laughs> realistic. But Michigan State, Ohio State. Has a lot of implications. Ohio State hasn't necessarily really been tested since they played uh, Oregon early on in the season and they lost. So th- this is a chance for them to really justify and prove that they're deserving to be in the in the seating for the playoff uh, before they end up playing Michigan next week, which is going to be an even bigger matchup with the with the playoff implications on it. Um, but Kenneth Walker going to see what he does, and then I- I'm just obsessed with these Ohio State receivers in general. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. I want to see more of them, and this is a very big defensive matchup for them to shine in. Yeah, th- this is a really good matchup, and I think this is a good week for us to hit on Olave. Uh, the Ohio State-Michigan State game, that this game could have really, really profound impact on the college football playoff landscape. If Michigan State pulls off, pulls off the upset, then there could be some chaos going on. Of course, if Ohio State wins, then that sets up a huge game next week with Michigan. And Michigan is tough right now. They've got a lot of really good players on their team, especially on their defense. So this is a a huge two-week stretch for Ohio State and really the rest of the top five, top six, you know, how wherever you want that cutoff to be of teams that are, you know, kind of in contention for the college football playoffs. Yeah. The Alabama Arkansas game that could be worth watching if only to see maybe just to stay on the theme of receivers, Traylon Burks against the Alabama secondary. Yeah. He's another guy who could crack that top three, four wide receivers. He's kind of the best big wide receiver in this, you know, in this draft class. So this will probably be much must watch scouting tape for him. But I don't think Arkansas really scares Alabama much at all. And then, like you said, oh yeah, Oregon, Utah. Uh, I, I would say that's mostly worth watching for Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, obviously fun to watch. Still, sadly, probably not going to be in a draftable spot for the Giants, but you can still dream of it possibly happening. Uh, folks, that's going to be it from us here talking about college football on a Saturday. Uh, enjoy the games, and we'll be coming at you after Monday Night Football with a uh, post-game reaction show between the Giants and the Buccaneers. Enjoy the rest of your week, folks. Talk to you soon. <laughs>